ladies and gentlemen. It is time once again for films of Yuri. I am your host, Sergeant Fury, and tonight this music couldn't be more apropos that we're coming out to because tonight on Films of Fury, myself and my two esteemed colleagues are going to save the DCEU. That is right. Tonight's episode is the state of DC's extended universe, the DC Comics characters. To my right, coming out of Turnbuckle Talk podcast, radio podcast, the co-host, the man himself, he may or may not have punched me in the mouth twice, <laughs> Cyclone Jones. Ladies and gentlemen, you know me, I know you, we know each other, Cyclone Jones in the building. What's good? Oh, everything is going to be good about these this this potential two-parter. But I said, I said three people now. Who's who is the third man? The third man would be. A, a former guest of mine. He's my nerd brother. He's the man, the myth, the legend. Evan McLeod. Evan, how are you tonight? Man, I was going to say the exact same thing. See, we think on the same level. That's why we're such good friends. <laughs> what, that you're a man, a myth, a legend? Yep. <laughs> can, can, I right. just, can, I just, can I just interject really quickly? Interject, because interject. You, because you said that I pushed you in the mouth. I just wanted to let it be known that I pushed Evan in the mouth as well. Oh fuck! Shit just got real. Actually, actually, it wasn't really you. It was uh, your uh, your lack of entertainment uh, manager with his watch. Oh no, 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 no! Remember, he threw the watch to oh, me and yeah. I punched you. Uh, yeah, yep, yep, yep. But then I beat you when I had only one arm too. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You know anyway. you can't. You you guys cannot get wrestlers in the same building, in the same room, or on the same podcast without it becoming a dick measuring contest. <laughs> now the only dicks that are going to be didn't have to call that match. I didn't I have to. In the building. I was like, what's the finish, bro? Uh, that's the best part. It's like, that. that's that's the greatest Evan McLeod moment. What's the finish? Dude, you're still in a suit. Don't worry. I'll be ready in a minute. Holy fuck, he's ready. He, did you wear your spandex <laughs> under your fucking suit? Pimp. Listen, listen, in, in, in all seriousness, I love Evan for that because he, he taught me something. And he also stuck up for me, too, as well. Because before our match, really quickly, we'll just give a quick breakdown of this. Oh, oh please do. Please do. Before our match... He was at another show, and he said, hey, guys, I got to go. I got another match. And somebody had asked him, he said, who are you going against? He was like, ish, I'm going against, you know, Gabriel at the time. And the guy told him, he was like, hey, you know, I don't know about the match. And Evan was like, yo, what are you talking about? He's like, I'm going to make sure he has a good match. He's wrestling me. I'm going to take care of him. He's going to take care of me. I'm going to take care of him. And he stuck up for me when I was still still green. And, and I will always, always respect Evan for that. Like, that's that's, I love that. Like and I've told people, like uh, Blackjack was one of the people that was at ESW at the time, and he's like, he's like, don't worry, you know, you initially have a good match. Like he he wasn't he was he was okay with that. He goes, take care of my boy. And I was like, all right, all right, don't worry, I'll take care of him. And uh, I remember getting to the show, and I'm just like, we're gonna have a solid match. It's gonna be easy, you know, no worries. We went out there, we called only a few things, and I remember walking to the back, and I remember Titus grabbing me going you just gave ish you know gabriel the, the best match he's had here ever 
how the hell did you do that? <laughs> I, go, I don't know. I just went out there and made them work. Yeah. Like, we didn't have to do anything. It was a lot of, it's, it's easy. Like, I think, I think people forget to, in today's world, work, just work, go out there and work. You, you also have to remember to have fun while you're out there. And exactly. I, re I remember the case in point out in Buffalo when this match happened and you guys had fun while you were out there. And so did the crowd. It was a hot crowd that night. Yeah. And that's, oh yeah. If you talk to uh, ish, if you talk to, uh, to Matt, Matt at all, Maverick, if you talk to Maverick, mm. he'll tell right. you, like some of my, like the moments that he saw, like that I was happiest. Is when I was out like wrestling in OSPW, like people shit on OSPW nonstop. They're going to kind of shit on Nixon, but in all honesty, when Deacon ran it, Deacon gave me creative freedom to do whatever the hell I want. Yes. Enough to show up there late to do my match and give him a solid match. Others yeah. there were more nervous about it, but Deacon, that was the first, like I had met Deacon before. In passing, but never worked for Deacon. First night I worked for Deacon, I was like, I'm booked over here at ESW the same night. You know, is that okay? He's like, Yeah, yeah, just get here right after. We'll make sure you're good. Okay. Boom up. Yeah, on early. Okay. You know, Literally. which which is ironic because now I've I just figured out why you always showed up late. Um I <laughs> Here I was double driving, booked. double booked, and I'm like, oh, that's why he was always late. I just I just couldn't believe it. No shit. <laughs> yeah, I would, I would. If it wasn't a wedding, it was, it was working ESW and coming there. And then, um, I don't think I, I never did a Rochester show than than did the OSPW show. Oh Jesus, no! It was way too. It was an hour drive. We're only half an hour from ESW to OSPW. It was just, it wasn't. Wait, it's way too nerve wracking trying to get from Rochester to to Buffalo. Especially no. Yeah, especially in snow and especially in football season. But football season is not what we're here to talk about. Nope. We're here to talk about my Batman Beyond pop vinyl that I found. Oh, fuck off. I can't <laughs> believe you got that. I hate you. I who I'm robbing next. <laughs> <laughs> and then I also have the Hulk Venomized and uh, Iron Man Venomized figures, too. Oh, I, I, I'm waiting for the, the Target Tendrilled Carnage. But all right, stop talking about Marvel, because tonight <laughs> is the state of the DCEU, because the last couple weeks, man, has it been a whirlwind firestorm of rumors. And it's not the Joaquin Phoenix. That look is not the final Joker look. Oh, absolutely. We will. We do. All right. Let's just start with the elephant in the room. You brought it up. So last week, uh, this podcast is being recorded in, on September 24th. I usually hate giving out the dates because I don't want it to feel dated, but fuck it. In order to talk about this shit, we need to talk about the dates. <laughs> Todd Phillips released, uh, you know, the writer, director, uh, co-writer and director of the standalone Joker origin film coming out next October released a small, you know, couple pictures of Arthur Fleck, who Joaquin Phoenix plays and a small little Instagram video that reveals the painted face of Joaquin Phoenix's representation of the Joker. And this weekend, while filming in New York City, images of Joaquin as the Joker, full, you know, in, in purple suit with yellow vest, 
and face paint and green hair hit the internet and guys a fucking firestorm holy shit yeah so i'm gonna be i like it evan evan i i'm gonna give you the floor your thoughts first first thing i thought of in all honesty was all it is is the same thing that they did with ledger in regards of using that 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 uh that throwback look with using you know um from the 1960s joker look and you know ledger's the the mask and all it is is it's, it's kind of reversed like the eye instead of the eyes being red and the mouth being blue it's they they wanted to give you okay this is this is the joker i mean they give him the green hair so in most people's eyes it's gonna be that's the look i'm not totally against it because i've also heard that there's the other leak of um thomas wayne running for mayor so in my mind in the back of my mind i'll be honest you could use this as flashpoint oh they're saying this doesn't tie into anything in dc but flashpoint you got to remember but thomas wayne isn't being played by who's playing Negan. Yeah, you know, uh, Jeffrey he, Dean Morgan. Yes, so it, it's not the same person in this movie. But Flashpoint takes a, takes place years after. You're right. Uh, Bruce's death. Yep. So you don't have to have him play young Thomas Wayne. You could have someone else play young Thomas Wayne, kill Bruce on accident, and then the catalyst is you get Flashpoint. And Martha... <laughs> turns into the joker because of the death of the death of bruce so ish you 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 were one of the first people i saw who gave their opinion and and put it out there and put the pictures out there as such a a huge bat because all three of us are are batman fanatics um in our own right what was your initial thought of joaquin phoenix's joker my initial thought was no. I, I I I was on the opposite side of the spectrum. I I didn't like it at first. I I didn't like Joaquin Phoenix's look. He looks too old to play the young Joker origin story. I think he was the wrong pick. That that's just me though. Yep. You know. But I mean, a- after a while, just like just just like Evan said, it's it's more of a throwback look. You know. They didn't give him the purple suit. By the way, he's got the brown suit on, which is more or less him growing into his persona. Right. Um, so I think it was really good um, after it, it grew on me. You know, I did see a, I did see a meme today that said, you know, the Joker look looks like, you know, uh, a juggalo's dad trying to bond with his son. <laughs> oh, I... <laughs> I uh, I won't lie. I've been to so many insane clown posse and twisted shows over the last two decades that I will agree that that is what they all look like. Um, <laughs> yep. Several in so. Rochester and Buffalo, by the way. So don't, don't you all think that you're uh, hidden from that shadow now when. OK, now this when I when I first saw the image, uh, especially of Arthur Fleck and then what they did with the because, you know, we we. We have Heath Ledger on the brain. We have to remember we're barely 10 years removed from 
you know, not only the fucking Oscar award winning Joker performance of Heath Ledger. He won all the fucking awards that that award season. But also, I think because Joker, you know, Heath Ledger's untimely death kind of left this specter over it much the same way that Brandon Lee's death left a specter over the, the character of the crow. Yep. We have him. We will always have him on the brain. It used to be Nicholson. And then even Nicholson was like, Hey, the kid, the kid gave a great performance. The thing that really gets me about the way that they're doing it this time is they did the viral i believe in harvey dent website and then a week later it was i believe in harvey dent2.com and that's where you saw the first image of heath ledger's scarred up face as the joker and i can remember the the early day you know the, the days of myspace where people were like are you fucking kidding me what's up with these scars yada yada oh. and then eight months later they were sucking the dick of heath ledger like they were they just go. going straight to the I, fucking I, balls like they were like heath ledger's I, I joker the casting. everyone was like oh he's broke back no, the gay cowboy joker. Yep. Blah, blah, blah. i'm like Oh my God, this is going to be the greatest Joker ever. And, and I was like, no way. I'm like, yes, it is. And he Heath played Ledger a gift into his roles. Absolutely. But so does Joaquin Phoenix. Hey, Johnny fucking cash. Like the one thing that pissed me off in 2000. Well, a lot pissed me off in 2005, but the one thing, <laughs> the one thing that pissed me off in 2005 was walk. The line was one of the best fucking performances of the year. Him as Johnny cash. Yes. And he didn't win the fucking Oscar. I believe he won the Golden Globe. Him and um, Reese Witherspoon. His yes. fucking Johnny Cash was amazing. And he, you're right. He is one of those actors that just throws it all out there. Now, Ish, having seen Joaquin Phoenix's performances, did that help sway you to think, you know what? the look and just his facial expressions, this may be a joker that we talk about for decades, much like Heath Ledger's. Well, my thing is, my thing is I'm not, I'm, I'm not stuck on the Heath Ledger, you know, saying Heath Ledger was the best joker at this moment in time, but I base my joker off of the actual comic book and the animated series. That's okay. what I base my joker off of. Yeah. You know? So, so yes, yes. Um, Heath Ledger was was the best Joker in in the in, in the reels right at this moment in time movie reels. Yes. So I, I'm I'm willing to give Joaquin Phoenix a a a a try, you know. So that's why I'm like I look at it, I don't like it, but I kind of step back and say, you know, I'll just wait because this is the first look. Everybody's gonna hate the first look or, or immediately love the first look. And you know, I, and Evan, I, think, I oh. think the thing that makes me not worry is just looking at the stills. And he looks like he's actually having fun. Okay. Yeah. Th thank you for bringing yes. that up because my question to Evan was going to be, you look at the initial push for this version of the Joker versus <laughs> what we saw a couple years ago with Suicide Squad and Jared Leto's Joker. And here we go. We're getting right into the meat and potatoes of this. We live in a world where two separate Joker movies are in either production or pre-production. And a couple of years ago, we were given Suicide Squad. Now, I went out on a limb and I told people that I thoroughly enjoyed Suicide Squad. I enjoyed Suicide Squad. I love Suicide Squad. I've watched it like three times already. And, yeah. and 
I liked Jared Leto's Joker representation because the character of the Joker, uh, and Ish talks about it, you know, his his love of he he wants to see the comic books, and he also mentioned the phenomenal Batman, the animated series, Mark Hamill performance. Joker yes. is a parody of whatever gangsters are in that time frame. Jack Nicholson's Joker was that. Uh, Cesar Romero's Joker was that. Mark Hamill's animated Joker was that because they did that dark deco look. Heath Ledger's Joker was that. If you look at gangster rap today, and if you look at what the perception of a, a gangster is today, Jared Leto's Joker was a parody of the modern interpretation of a gangster with tattoos on their face. Even Common, who was who was in the movie in the dance club scene before he got fucking murdered, had the horns tattooed on his head and had all the, the other stuff tattooed on him. Um, and I feel that that was an okay representation for the movie that they were trying to do within this quote Snyder verse. Do you Evan feel that this performance may overshadow anything that Jared Leto does going forward, especially with this Joker and Harley Quinn movie? Did I lose Evan? Ish. I don't know. No, yeah. Not on this call. Oh, no shit. All right. You know what? I that's that's the beauty of podcasting, ladies and gentlemen, is, is he's showing up on mine. What is going on? I don't want to have lost him. I feel so bad. You know what? Give me one second and I am going to try and get him back. Um, Add people to this call. Uh, you know what? He's probably dealing with his kids. Anyway, Ish, you heard the question. This you guys. I didn't realize I lost you guys. Oh, holy shit. He's back. Ladies and gentlemen, Evan McLeod does a fucking run in. Okay. I, I did not know what happened there. Oh, I'm I, sorry. You know, you know what? It's okay. It's okay because we were talking shit about you. In fact, Ish said that uh, he could beat you again if he had the chance. Okay, so what in the world? <laughs> so, so the question now goes back to you, Evan. Do you think that this is going? This Joaquin Phoenix performance is going to overshadow all the work that Jared Leto has put into this joker representation especially going into the joker and harley quinn movie so going all the way back to caesar romano you gotta look just like you were saying yep every joker was depicted as an era of their time period caesar romano honestly reminds you of that early batman joker then you look at jack nicholson jack nicholson was that development of joker going into the comic books right he wasn't he wasn't he was a mob boss. He was crazy, but kind of more of that mob bossy feel to it. Then you go and you fast forward to Heath Ledger. I'm oh, well. We'll skip Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill, you've got crazy off the wall Joker, fun Joker that just like almost kind of likes to make have pranks. Yep. But a typical kids Joker, like he's always gonna lose no matter what. Un until you got to Mask of the Phantasm, where he was able, where they were able to put out a really dark mark hamill yep. joker correct um and then you look back you look at uh you, you fast forward to heath ledger heath ledger was that and people could say oh well joker wasn't an anarchist but here's the thing like he was trying to be that mob boss but legit like i'm crazy you don't know who he is but the whole thing was his face was paint he yep. didn't fall into a, a the, his, his origin has nothing to do with Batman. 
And no one ever wants to point that out. Everyone feels like his origin is Batman. So no one, no one really points out that the fact that whether Ham, uh, that his, his origin has nothing to do with Batman. It was, he was a guy that decided to start a crime wave and leave his card. Painting his face, has scars on his face. Yep. You go to Jared Leto. Jared Leto makes sense. Jared Leto, from the standpoint of what the story being told from that Snyder universe is, he fell into the, the, the acid, it stained his skin. You know, like you got the Batman storyline from it. To me, the teeth is because Batman lost his shit after Jason Todd, not Dick Grayson, Zack Snyder. I hope you're listening, Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder, you're, 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 Dick, Dick Grayson, you're a real big douchebag. You're you're being called out by a dude who I literally saw knock the soul out of a motherfucker in the ring. So, <laughs> like, how you kill off Dick Grayson, and then I just think you're very bitter in the world because you're not directing <laughs> any of the movies anymore, and you know, like you know, shit hit the fan, and no one liked your movies. And uh, Zack Snyder, I enjoy Watchmen as the next person, and you have a great eye. For comic book movies. But my friend, you tell half a story. Because Batman for Superman, as much as I love it, you could have given me a better story. But I will tell you, I love Ben Affleck as Batman. So I will be very bitter with no Ben Affleck as Batman. So after the lawsuit is filed next week, this is the last episode of Films of Fury. Um... (laughs) (laughs) But then you go into Joaquin Phoenix. Could he overshadow Jared Leto? That's the question. I think he could, but here's the real question. Did you really get a, a solid Joker out of Jared Leto? In Thank Spot? you. Thank you, which yeah. leads which leads me to asking, uh, you know, Cyclone Jones-ish. We all heard the rumors that David Ayer's version of Suicide Squad was not the version that we all saw and that there was a lot more Joker backstory. Do you yes. feel, do you feel, and it seems that Evan feels the same way, that Jared Leto got a bad rep off of this yeah. one? Like he just caught the, he caught the ire of fans who were already pissed off at kind of these Marvel Studios versus DCEU fans who picked their side and weren't willing to give it a chance. Yes. I think even though as much as I, like Suicide Squad, I really do. Like I said, I've watched it three times already. I think it was rushed, and that's why they they had too many characters to build on. Because DC, in my opinion, is playing catch up to Marvel, and that's the issue. Here's the thing: I don't really believe that. No. Okay. So remember, DC did everything first. I am a referee Mar- at this point. Marvel followed suit, but everyone wants to say Marvel done it right. Well, guess what? Marvel's contracts all end after Avengers 4. Right, so exactly. Because, and, and now they can build again. But look at it, though. Got to recast, and that's everyone's complaint. Right, but but compare compare DC's animated studios to Marvel's. Okay. I, I'm, I'm, DC completely destroys Marvel. Now, exactly. Yes. Oh, hands down. They're... Their animated movies are by far the best animated movies for a comic book show movie, period. I'd go ever. Yeah, I'd go ever. ever. <laughs> yep. Okay. One of the one <laughs> of the I, things oh I'm I, I'm, I'm the sorry. Only one that's gonna go run, run run a, a chance of running close to that, 
I'm hoping is the Spider-Man movie that's coming out. Okay, mm-hmm. one, if I may, if I may hot tag into this one, I often describe myself as this way. I do not like Marvel comics. I do like Marvel Studios. I, I, and I know this sounds weird. I just, I like the characters that Marvel does. I think that they have been able with Kevin Feige. I'm, I need to preface this with Kevin Feige's vision. They have been able to take characters that were otherwise B level characters up until civil war Mm -hmm. and make a lot of fucking money because they came up with a formula that worked. Now I, however, will say that I believe DC comics, comic book stories and, and doomsday clock and all of the shit that they did with rebirth is proof of it. Their fucking storytelling is better. However, I I have often felt that people are going to compare the two movie studios because after the Dark Knight trilogy ended, they wanted to reboot it a year later and start with Man of Steel. Man of Steel came out the same year Avengers did. So, so they were a couple years behind the eight ball in starting this. And I, the one criticism that I can say about Zack Snyder's universe that he was creating is I, okay. As much as I love Batman, Superman was my first. Okay. I grew up with Christopher Reeves, Superman. Okay. I did not get that happy, feely, joy, joy out of Man of Steel. I enjoyed it, but I did not get that Christopher Reeves feel like I need. And it took them five, five fucking movies to get you to to a joy, joy feel with Superman. And we'll get to Superman in a minute. Now, I'm going to pose a question to both of you. Now, I I must read you the direct quote in order to do this, because now we have to get into the Joker and Harley Quinn movie. Now, this is in the DCEU, the Joker movie by uh, Todd Phillips and Scott Silver with Joaquin Phoenix is its own thing. Now, the script writers for Crazy Stupid Love, uh, Glenn Facera and John Racue, said in a recent interview that. Their version of the movie starts out with Harley Quinn kidnapping Dr. Phil, who they hope Dr. Phil will actually play himself so that so that her and Joker can work out their relationship problems. And they have it as, quote, it was sort of like we wrote Bad Santa with a couple of a couple of years ago, and it had the sensible mix with our this is us sensibility. Okay. All right. Bad Santa meets This Is Us. I'm going to give you guys each an opportunity, starting with Evan. Now, you put that. Pick the white guy first. Oh, I, I, I was going to say something because he keeps picking the white guy to go first. Okay. I was going to say something. No, no, no. Because I was going to give you the Superman. I'm the, I was going to give you the Superman handle first. Okay, Okay, we're good. Okay, I'm giving you Superman first, motherfuckers. So, you know, I'm giving you my childhood hero. You better knock it out of the park. We went there. We did. Oh, we did. I'm handing the black black man the Jewish alien creation. So fucking simmer down, son. Oh, the person person that came here in a ship, right? Oh, Jesus. That's what the fuck you do to me? Really, dude? 
Yes, yes, it's who I did, Michael B. Jordan. So simmer down. Evan, <laughs> having heard that synopsis, synopsis, do you think that this movie has a snowball's chance in hell against Joaquin Phoenix's Joker after hearing that synopsis? Am I getting poison ivy in this movie? No, no. This is not Birds of Prey. This is not Gotham City Sirens. This is literally Bad Santa meets This Is Us. Do you have a response? <laughs> so, but here's the thing. It, that is their life. I mean, that's how they really act with each other. But it's like, who else is going to be in it? If it's just them and Dr. Phil and them causing mass havoc, and you're not giving me a good story behind it. If they I'm don't, not gonna like it. okay, I'm going to say this: if if she does not do the, do you want to rev up your Harley? And if they don't fuck at least once in this movie, <laughs> I've always wondered what their sex is like. Does he bust out the whoopee cushion and the teeth? Okay, so <laughs> I just. You know, we're hoping for hot Jared Leto fucking uh, Margo, uh, Margo Robbie sex, and it's going to end up nasty juggalo sex in the back of a van at a gathering in like Toledo, Ohio. What I really want is I honestly want. If I'm going to get that movie, I want the costume. OK. I don't want. Booty shorts as, as hot as Margot looks in that costume. I want the red and black costume. You you don't want her looking like she is a cover band singer for Blondie. Correct. Okay. I want I want the freaking costume. I don't mind if there's scenes with her with, without the costume. Neither do I. Um, <laughs> but I would like the costume. Um, I think I I saw Suicide Squad twice. Yep. In theaters, once in drive-in, once in the theater. Yep. The moment they showed her in the black and red costume, the whole theater cheered. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was uh, opening night. Same thing with me. Like, everyone wants that costume. That's what they expected out of Suicide Squad. That's not what they got. So I think people. My thing is, I think people are so hung up with Marvel. I think you got to give certain movies their chance. All right. Um, I don't think people gave Suicide Squad a chance. Um but, like, do I think that this movie with them could be successful? Yes, if done right. Um, I feel if you're going to do it and you're recasting Batman for the umpteenth time, um, to me, I would introduce Batman at that point. So. I would introduce new whoever's the new Batman. If it's not going to be Ben Affleck, who what? I will argue in. People argue with me nonstop. He is the best Bruce Wayne Batman combo. Combo. Who lied to you? Oh, Jesus. If if you're sitting here and you're going to say Christian Bale. No, no, no. I hate you. No. <laughs> you know what? I just, I just, I, I don't know. I just don't, I just don't, I still am not sold on Ben Affleck being Batman. Okay. All right. I'm Ish, still not, Ish I'm going to hand this back, off to you. Go ahead. All right. So here we go. Same question that I asked him with the synopsis yes. that you have. Do you think this can be successful? And I'm just going to throw this out there since, you know, so this is a, a one, two combo punch to you. 
Ben Affleck is on the outs with Warner Brothers. Apparently, the rumor in innuendo was he violated his contract because he went to rehab. You know, uh, I don't know the inner workings of it, but the rumor in innuendo is because he fell off the wagon, he lost the Batman role, and they're already thinking about shopping it around. John Hamm from from Mad Men, AMC's fucking golden show for that while, wants the role. Who? What do you feel about the Joker Harley Quinn movie? Who would you want to see in that suit, and who do you not want to see in that suit? Go. <sighs> All right, the Harley Quinn movie, Harley Quinn and Joker movie. What I'm thinking, what, honestly, sorry, I'm thinking with the Joker movie. I think it sounds like it's gonna be like Mr. or Mrs. Smith. Ooh, they're gonna, okay. They're gonna kidnap. They're gonna kidnap Doctor Phil. Doctor Phil's gonna talk to them, and they're gonna and they're gonna reenact different things. You know, they're gonna tell memories of what happened past to get to this point right there. I think that's what they're gonna do. I would be okay with a lot of flashbacks. I would love to see them killing Jason Todd. Yes. Yes. That would be amazing. You guys want to see me cry. Okay. I get it. All right. Continue. I mean, oh, don't worry. I, I cried too. I cried in a video game when they had to fucking do it. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so I think that's what's going to happen. Like, like, like Evan said, if, if the suit's not in the movie, man, I don't want to see it. But I'm more partial to the nurse warden suit. You know that that was just me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, that's Arkham, the video games, kids. If yeah. you haven't jumped on the bandwagon, go get a PS3 and play those. Continue, ish. Go get something. Um, Ben Affleck. You know what? A after thinking about it, and after you said it, I think you are right. I think Ben was the best combo. Was he the best choice? Eh, I didn't really care for his Batman too much, but he was the best combo because he 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 is tall as Batman. Because remember, Batman's what six five, six four, six five, six four, six five. Yep. Yeah, around there. So Ben does have the height. You know what I'm saying? I like Keaton's Batman. I didn't like Keaton's Bruce Wayne because he was too old. I think. Um, Finger. But I love Keaton. Yeah, I like that. I like Kilmer's Bruce Wayne. I didn't like his Batman. True. Same here. Yep. Um. Um, who else was there? Uh, George. There, there was not George Clooney. George Clooney does no, not no, get mentioned was, on no, this no, show. That, no, that never happened. No, that never. That, that does no. not get mentioned on films of fury. No, that, that never. That never happened. No. And then there was, there was Christian Bale. Yep. Christian Bale. I liked. He had an okay combo, but eh. But yeah, you are right. I, 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 I have to. I have to re change, change my change my statement. Ben Affleck is a good combo. So Do I like him. No. The thing is, I thought Christian Bale. My issue with Christian Bale. And I think I said this last last podcast with you. I hate his voice as Batman. Yes. I, his facial expressions as Batman. I do not like how lean he is as Batman because Bruce is not lean. And everyone goes, oh, well, he did the movie thinner. I don't care. Put muscle mass back on. Bruce yeah. has been drawn as a cartoon is not lean. No, and even... Even Batman the Animated Series, he was six foot three and a broad motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. And I don't like, and and I think no one ever realizes. And I pointed this out last time. Ben Affleck's costume, outside of Adam West's costume, is the only costume to represent an actual comic book costume. Yep. In any Batman movie, 
this goes back to Michael Keaton's Batman. It is armor. It is still body armor. There is yeah. not a single Kevlar costume up until Ben Affleck's costume. True. True. And I mean, not hockey pads. Like not, his, I'm not wearing like, hockey pads. <laughs> And I don't want to hear my soul. Like, that, I, I think that's why I don't like, I don't get me wrong, Christian Bale, phenomenal Bruce Wayne. He is perfect for Bruce Wayne. Like, just the look, how he carries himself, he's just too skinny. Like, yeah. Christian Bale right now, if you put on muscle like Affleck did and put him in that costume, I might like him as Batman. And he would, honestly, he would win me over. But for, to me, Ben Affleck is kind of like um, Robert Downey Jr. Robert okay. Jr. is really Tony Stark. He really is. Yeah. If yeah. you really look at Ben Affleck's life and like everything he's gone through, he's so similar to Bruce Wayne. He's pompous. He really is a pompous per- person. Right. He's a great director. He's a... Uh, People say he's very pompous as an actor, but he really dives into the role and he won't do the role unless it is to what the standard it should be at. And let's 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 be honest and and right off the bat. He's a comic book nerd. Yes. Ben Affleck is one of us. And that's why Matt Reeves, the Batman movies have not gotten off the ground as well as they have in my opinion is because when Ben Affleck was asked to write and direct it Ben Affleck wanted to tell the greatest Batman detective story that was possible and the studio wants the Dark Knight part D you know what I mean like they they don't want detective Batman they want Arkham City Batman see I thought he wanted Arkham though I thought his idea was to go with Red Hood that was his idea. He, he but, Red Hood. but we ended up with with Slade. That was where the studio wanted to go because of what happened at, at the end of Justice League. Because and it was I, supposed to be Slade versus Batman within the confines of Gotham as the arena. Which I have no problem with. Slade versus Batman is an amazing fight. Yep. Imagine, imagine that fight scene. Amazing. And Joe Magalan Magala. Uh, He's fucking beautiful, okay? The dude from fucking Magic Mike is beautiful. <laughs> I can't pronounce his name, but he's fucking beautiful. You could, you could introduce Jason Todd in that movie right at the end. Give someone wanting more. Like, yeah. it's a good lead-in. Like, something happens, and just like they introduced Deathstroke, boom, here's Red Hood. Like, they're obviously... And to, to piggyback off the DCU, um, do you both have your DC Universe uh, um, app on your phone? Yep. That doesn't work yes, I do. Yeah, I got it too. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, I won't lie. I was I, I was watching Christopher Reeves Superman two at the gym today doing cardio. Neil before Zod. Now we <laughs> but, we but we touched off that. It's like you gave me that, but you didn't get me fire stick access or PlayStation three access. They're working on it. They're working on it much like, and I, I I reviewed this on the last episode of films of fury, which you can get on anchor.fm Google play or wherever you get your fine ass podcasts. I had to get that in there guys. It's how it's by the shirt. shirt. Um, 
Um, it's it's a work in progress, kind of like when the WWE Universe app came out in 2014. Like we were all like, "Oh, it's gonna be great," and then it's like, "Holy fuck, this sucks!" And a year later, it was fucking great, and I gave my password out to too many people. All right, so and then you still pay the 9.99. I would still like to know who keeps watching fucking Total Divas on my goddamn WWE network. Who the fuck? I, this is if if you can call out Zack Snyder, I'm calling out who's watching Total Divas. Fuck you and your stupid fucking Total Divas. Okay, now I promise this. I promise this to Ish. Let's get into the. All right, we've got a little bit of time. Do we want to talk? Do we want to go into episode two of this, gentlemen? I think we should. I mean, this to me, this is going to be like a a trilogy, if not a best of six round. <laughs> this this gentleman is the podcast that people want. Oh, I mean, I'm sorry, I, just, I messed it up already. Yeah, you did. <laughs> it's not. It's the podcast that you didn't need. It's a podcast that you've always wanted. How is Thank it you. that the leprechaun remembers this? Are you punch drunk? Okay. <laughs> and, and, and it was, and I listen, I've been sipping bourbon. I'm good. Oh, don't even, <laughs> don't even pull out the, the narcotics and the fucking alcohol against Sergeant Fury. I will bury you. <laughs> so I, I think we should have a live in studio podcast. Oh, you know what? Next oh. time. Fine. All right. This is, this is getting announced right here on films of fury. Evan McLeod, when you're up in Rochester next time, I don't give a fuck what I'm doing. Yep. Ish. Yep. You've got the know. you've got the contacts. Let's let's meet up at Pop Rock. If we're oh, gonna yeah. if we're oh, gonna yeah. do this, we're gonna Facebook live it at Pop Rock. Talk to Colin Delaney. Get Colin on the fucking on the horn, and we will blow the fucking internet up with our J talk. Jason, Duh. Jason, who who is one of the owners there, is huge. Like when I went there. Uh, yeah. When I was back in Rochester, he's like, everything that you guys just did today is everything that I wanted for, for this place. Yeah. yeah. I love Jay. The shit about comics, talking about who you like, who you don't like, all that stuff. You know what? Get in contact with him. We'll fucking hook this up and we will, we will fucking pop rock like mother. We'll pop lock, pop and cock or whatever the fucking kids say these days. <laughs> just, okay. Just a quick, just a quick. Just a quick in intervention also. Yes. I punched Jason in the face too. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> who haven't you punched? Colin yet. I haven't punched Colin. Yet. No, wait a minute. Wait a minute. No. No, I didn't punch Colin. I like no. how you had to think about that. Okay. So since since we know we're going into part two. All right. I'm gonna throw this out to Ish first. Let's say tomorrow you wake up and you check your phone and it says blankety blank has been cast as matt reeves batman in his first batman movie name the actor and give me a reason why i as dan roberts need to pony up the fucking 18 dollars to see it in btx go see that that's funny that you say that anybody that's white oh my <laughs> fucking god <laughs> and i say that because of this I was waiting for this question because you already know the rumor that was out there that Michael Michael Jordan was going to do it, right? Well, I mean, no, he was going to play Superman. Superman, Superman, Superman. But right. that, that's episode two. That's episode two of the state of DCEU. But continue. But oh, continue. But did, continue. Did you say Batman? Yes, Batman. I want to see Batman, who Batman. Batman as well. Batman as well. Okay. Anybody white? Anybody white? Re reason why I say that is because yes, I'm all for equality. Yes, I'm all for you know everything that that my people have stood up for. However, there's certain characters that you just 
can't. I love you. Yeah. Certain characters are just typecasted. I love that. Batman is typecasted. <laughs> yes. He is, unfortunately. He's a rich white man. His parents died. You can't put a black man into that. I, <laughs> I, I don't I don't see it personally. Hey, Stan Lee did when he but, wrote a Batman but, but, comic. But, hey, hey, hey. He I also see. put that black man in prison. So let's not go to Stan Lee as Boom, the, the exactly. pillar of the black Boom. community. Continue. Boom. You can't. You, you you just can't do it. My thing is, and I was thinking about this the whole entire time. The only way you can have a black Batman is if you is if Batman sees. And in and, and my, my my storytelling, I thought about this. Batman comes to help some kid getting beat up. Five guys are in the alley right before Batman jumped down to, to help the kid whoops the five kids at five guys asses, whoops them out. Batman comes down, helps them out. You OK, kid? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I'm safe, but I'm scared. And, you know, I don't know where my parents are. Blah, blah, blah. He hooks him up with Bruce Wayne. Bruce mm-hmm. Wayne sees this kid, sees that he's some kind of, um, you know, he has he has some kind of money. He just doesn't know how to get to it. Bruce Wayne helps him get his money up. You know, help, helps him get to his money that he's earned from his family. Something happens to something happens to Batman. Bruce trusts this kid to take over the Batman mantle for a little bit, and so speaks of Black Batman for a quick second. It, isn't that where we're getting out of Batwing, though? That is that, is well, that, that Batwing, Batwing, isn't it? Batwing yeah, I'm is pretty the, sure it is. No, no, Batwing is the is the, is the Iraq calls, uh, son. Lucius Fox's Iraq War vet son who comes uh, yeah, home right. yeah. and does not know how to adapt to life, which is a struggle for for veterans. Does not know how to adjust to life at home, much the same way they portrayed Sam Wilson in Captain America the Winter Soldier and then Lucius unbe- uh, Lucius does not know that Batman has made him Batwing. Yeah. I yeah. like him as Batwing. I would be okay if he went a whole different direction and gave me a Batwing movie versus t- trying to push someone for equality standards. As a role, so right. I, I, it's not believable anymore. I, like, I guess I, I'm I said, all for like when they wanted to cast uh, there was a black guy that they wanted to cast for Spider Man. Oh yeah, um, the, he's from England. Yes, I know who you're you talking. Know, yep, you I know, know who you're talking about. about. And yes. he would make a great Spider Man, just like the body shape, great Spider Man. But I said it right away. I'm like, he's not Peter Parker. Which Roman Dominguez. Yes. Which brings me to my point. Roman Dominguez and I have gotten into sparring matches because Roman Dominguez wants a a Miles Morales Spider-Man movie. And I know this is the state of DCEU, but fuck it. We you you mentioned it, so we need to do it. The general fucking pop, you have to play down to the lowest denominator. Okay. Your your average film goer knows three yeah. things about Spider-Man. Uncle Ben got yeah. shot. Aunt May takes care of him. Spider-Man is a white kid. Yep. Named Peter. Yep. Okay. If all of a sudden you changed all of that and we're like, because we're doing this happy, friendly, um, diversity, uh, okay universe, he's Miles Morales. No. It won't fucking work. Not saying that the fans are racist. It just won't work because much like Coca-Cola, when 
you go to no. the store to buy no. a Coca-Cola, you know what a Coca-Cola is going to taste like. You know what a Coca-Cola is going to be. If you were to grab that Coca-Cola and it's Coke Zero, what's the first fucking thing you're going to do? No, no. It's going to be racist. Let's call a spade a spade. Let's call a spade a spade. If, if you put a black man in Peter Parker's, Peter Parker's position, how many people are going to actually care that his parents aren't there? My, my dad wasn't there. He's gone. Where the hell is he? They don't care. Oh, his, his father's gone. He's left him. Oh, his uncle got shot. Must have been in the hood. It, it's Peter Parker. Put a black man in Peter Parker's spot. <laughs> this just this show just i guess i should tell you guys that i got jp black coming on to talk about diversity in comic book movies soon because i am not black enough to talk about this subject oh my dad will kick the shit there's, no, there's no way in hell there's some characters that are just typecasted like yeah. you can't do a white black panther you nope. can't <laughs> I wasn't going there. No, uh, I will. I will let there, Ish go there. Ish I'll is absolutely right. You know how many little white kids like love Black Panther and want to exactly. be dressed up as Black Panther this Halloween? Exactly. Okay. You can't do it. You can't cast a white. What are you going to say? He's a South African person now. Oh Jesus yeah, Christ! What is he? The Blade Runner? Shirley Theron gonna be? She's African. Oh, she's hot. Okay, so this goes back to something. Before I jump to Evan and ask him the same question about Batman, this goes back to something that happened with the creator of Static Shock, where a kid showed up at the San Diego Comic Con to take a picture with the creator of Static Shock, and one of the assistants looked up and goes, "Isn't that awesome that someone came up cosplaying as your character?" And he looked up and said. I would feel better if they were white, which means that the demographic is finally spread. <laughs> I do right. not feel that that you can have certain characters where you can change their ethnicity. And it's oh, Perry white as a black man being Lawrence Fishburne. Okay. I, I guess I'm okay with it because in the 1930s, when Superman was created, it was all rich white dudes who ran newspapers. Let's be honest. Right. In a modern time, could Perry White be a black dude? Fuck yes. Yeah. It could yeah. it, it could happen. But Kingpin. I'll go to Kingpin and Daredevil. Uh, here there we go. Not Daredevil. Nick Fury. Yep, Back Nick Fury. Nick Fury. You couldn't have given me a single Kingpin actor at that point in time when Daredevil came out. Who could have played a single Kingpin. white actor out there that could play Kingpin. You're right. There Period. was no one. There was no Michael one. Michael Clark Duncan was the perfect cast. Unless you were going to get the late, great... Uh, principal from Gates Starlight High School, Mr. Tiza. We used to call him Kingpin. Because he legit looked like Kingpin, except he had hair. And he was a terrifying man. Um, but the greatest principal in the world. Nicest guy in the world. But like we, me and Fusion used to call him Kingpin because he was that scary. There was one time we got in trouble and he goes, boys, get out of here. You're fine. And told the, the hall monitor, can you sit down for a minute? Shut the door behind the boys. And we're like, oops, someone's getting in trouble. And all of a sudden, Kingpin standing there with a freaking cane. <laughs> As the door closed, you see his, you, you visualize his clothes changing into the Kingpin clothes. Yep. <laughs> Fucking white pimp suit. Yep. Yep. That, but that, that was the thing. Michael Clark Duncan was the perfect person to play that role at that time. Yep. Um, and, and just like you said, I mean, I mean, let's not talk about the original Nick Fury film. Uh, you can't. Hey, don't hassle the Hoff, motherfucker. I will. There are two rules on films of fury. Okay, don't ever mention uh Batman and Robin 
ever and don't hassle the Hoff. My son, if he were here, would kick the shit out of you. But, but when when Samuel Jackson went to Marvel and said, hey, I want to be in a Marvel movie, you're thinking to yourself, well, what character can he play? Ultimates. The best character yeah. to play was Nick Fury. And they did the Ultimates version. The exactly. And the fact that they, when they drew Ultimate Nick Fury, it looks just like Samuel Jackson. Because, I'm cool with it. Because let's face facts. Samuel Jackson, when it comes to, and you know, I can ask Ish, when it comes to the personification of the black man on film, who is blacker? He played Shaft. He played the, the, the best Jedi Knight. And he's fucking Nick Fury. Nobody is blacker than Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> Nobody reads a children's baby book better than Samuel L. Jackson. Go the Nobody. fuck to sleep. All right. So <laughs> on, on this note, this ends part one of the state of the DCEU. You must be asking yourself right now, how the fuck can they top this hour? Well, I'll tell you how they're going to top this hour in part two. Ish, Ish is being handed the floor because we're going to talk about Hollywood reporters. Oh, get that cocoa butter and that shame out because he's going to lather you up in both bitches. We're going to talk. Oh, Jesus. We're going to talk about. I fucking hate you. We're going to talk about Henry Cavill and the Hollywood reporter uh, premature ejaculation of the departure we're going to talk about wonder woman 84 and aquaman and i'm going to ask these two gentlemen this question now so they can toil on it for a few minutes where do you <laughs> like it's minutes in a few minutes where do you guys want to see the dceu go how can it beat marvel studios can it beat marvel studios and more importantly than that what is one movie if you could pitch it you would want to see done. So ladies and gentlemen, this is going to end part one of Films of Fury, the state of DCEU. I am your host, Sergeant Fury. You can get this podcast on Anchor.fm, Google Play, Stitcher, or wherever you get your fine-ass podcasts. And on behalf of Gabriel Soul Jones from Turnbuckle Talk Radio Podcast and Cyclone Jones. Cyclone Cyc Jones. Oh my God. See, he's he interrupting my phone. I'm trying to hype you, Cyclone! motherfucker. I'm Cyclone and Evan McLeod. This is Sergeant Fury out. <laughs>